playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Search Cast, featuring Search Engine Land Editor-in-Chief and Search Marketing Expo Chair, Danny Sullivan, keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of today's happening in your world. The Daily Search Cast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, Yahoo, Microsoft Live, and other search engines. Join us now for this edition of SearchCast. Here's your host. Hello, and welcome to the Daily SearchCast. My name is Barry Schwartz. Today is Monday, July 21st, and this is our first broadcast in a while, and Danny's first broadcast officially from the West Coast. Hey, Danny. How are you doing? Hey, Barry. Good. How are you doing? Good. It's the first time I'm actually more tired than you are, or later than you are, um, while doing this, officially. Well, let's keep it that way. I think that's the best way to keep it. Uh, I am indeed back. It's been about uh, two weeks, uh, all settled in here in Newport Beach. Uh, just, you know, trying to adjust to my new life as an iPhone owner, which, of course, makes me feel all happy and good. <laughs> Why, through the miracle of the iPhone, I'm able to talk to you today because it's the only phone I have in the house right now. <laughs> so how are, you, how are you enjoying it, then? I'm not going to say I told you so because I already told you that. A yeah, yeah, ago. yeah. So, yeah, got back, had to buy my wife Lorna a phone because she didn't have one over here. Um, thought, okay, we'll get her the iPhone, right, because, you know, the new ones are coming out or whatever. Got it, was in line. I kind of wanted to get one just to play with it, right? You know, I thought it might be fun just to play with, right? But I couldn't really justify having yet another phone to play with. And then um, started playing with her phone, and I remember reaching for her phone to go onto the web rather than mine. And I was like, okay, I guess I have to just get an iPhone. And it's great. You know, I, I told you I really like to have the um, – I really don't like the touch typing, and I can still type well enough on it. But uh, you can do everything else uh, so much faster um, that I just, yeah, so, yeah, Steve Jobs is my soul. But this whole search angle and all this, I mean, the searching stuff is just really, really awesome on it. Um, I fell in love with this application called Urban Spoon, uh, so much I want to follow up with them and do an article about it. But it's this thing where, you know, you're trying to find a restaurant. Matt, I was, Matt, I saw Matt Cutts um, last Monday, and he was showing this to me, and I'm like, oh, i got to get that thing. Um, you, uh, you know, you pick what food you want to eat, you shake your phone, it knows what area you're at, and it comes up with recommendations for you. It's like a little slot machine type of thing. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've played with it, but nothing. They don't have a kosher section, so... Oh, uh, well, see, you know, I'll mention that. If I talk to someone, I'll say, hey, what's the deal? How can we check market for kosher stuff? But what I loved about it was it's such an... People are always like saying, what's new in search? What's the big change? When are we going to, you know, fly through our search results and all that stuff? And I'm so jaded. I'm always like, you know... It's not really going to change that much. There's no need to have a lot of these things. And then you look at that interface on that device, and that makes sense. That's one of those things you go, see, that's where, you know, it, it made sense to do something different rather than giving you that standard kind of list view. So that, that kind of rock. And the, the Google apps are pretty cool. Uh, you did a whole walkthrough on the uh, Google mobile app that they have out there. Uh, which is really slick. It does nice things like search your own uh, contacts, not just let you search on the web, which is good because the iPhone itself doesn't let you search its contacts. Um, it's really slick. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed that when you do searches, it will automatically anticipate some of the searches that you may be doing and start preloading some of the pages. 
do you, did you catch all that stuff going on behind the scenes there, Barry, or did you miss that with all your sports shotting? I've, I've tried. I've seen things preload, um, but I don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I haven't really played with it that much. Just the. Uh, I mean, a lot of it just really just accessing a lot of their their content, a lot of their portals like Google Reader and things like that, very quickly through that app. Oh, there's a lot more to it, but don't worry, Barry. You just step back because uh, now that I know the iPhone, um, really, I'll just show you how it all works, and you can you can learn from the master. Okay? Yeah. Just, you know, I'll, I'll like how okay. I always give you those tips on using. Um, I always give you those tips on using uh, the, the Mac because you're kind of lame on it and everything. So you know, I'll help you out. I'm just trying to you know be your friend and stuff like that. Okay. I, I appreciate I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Uh, there's more search news. I mean, in the iPhone, I can't tell you enough how much the iPhone, I'm really like, it, it really is there's a lot of search stuff going on with it. But far more uh, exciting, um, the, all the days of our Yahoo Lives has continued on and on and on. Uh, it's just, just pathetic at this point. So um, uh, let's go back just a little bit. You know, Carl Icahn was like, hey, I'm an old man and I want to own companies so I can like make money off of them, right? And so he bought all these shares of Yahoo and um, was going to go through and force Yahoo to have a deal with Microsoft and getting all this stuff together. And so then it turns out that, um, I, what was it, like last week, Microsoft and Icon finally got together, had a little chat, had a little talk, and they put this proposal to Microsoft to, to Yahoo, which said that, look, Carl, he's going to take everything but search. We'll take search. We're going to give you all this money. Uh, my, uh, Yahoo said that Carl was saying, like, the whole Yahoo board had to go and Jerry Yang would be totally out of there and that they only had 24 hours to come to some kind of an agreement. Um, Microsoft and Icon later came back and said, oh, they're being twisty, they're being distorted, we didn't say these sorts of things, blah, 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 blah. But the bottom line in all this was, you know, I think the two things. First of all, Microsoft is, is still there still totally wants, um, you know, wants Yahoo. He's not given up. They continue to parrot this whole thing like, well, they're not essential to our goal for search or whatever. You're like, just pony up the money and get it over with because we're really getting sick of it at this point. You can't keep saying you don't want Yahoo, you don't need Yahoo, and then you keep walking back to them over and over again. And meanwhile, Yahoo, at the end of all this, says something like, well, you know, we don't understand why uh, Microsoft wants to do this little deal with Carl, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Why don't they just, um, why don't Microsoft just, if they really want to buy our company, why don't they buy it and, you know, at the $33 per share? Which, if you remember, was what they said that they didn't want to sell the uh, company for originally. Remember, Microsoft had put out a bid, and finally, when all those negotiations got ended, uh, they had come along and said they would do 33 and um uh, Yahoo is currently hanging out there for like 37, and that's when Bomber said, I'm taking my marbles, I'm getting out of here, I'm leaving. And so this was a big sign by Yahoo, I thought, saying, okay, all right, all right, we'll take the 33, we'll take the 33. So I don't know. I think that Yahoo's now going to get through their shareholders meeting, which is what the big worry was going to be. Uh, so that's not going to immediately get resolved. And I think we're probably going to continue to see them now actually go back to Microsoft and try to negotiate some deal. The other thing that's complicating all this is the idea that AOL is apparently up for sale. You know, that they, that uh, Time Warner wants to rid themselves of it so uh, they can feel like they didn't do something bad by buying them or whatever. Uh, so uh, that may happen in the next two weeks. Uh, oh, oh, hang with me for a minute there because i gotta, I got to move something down here and then 
tool bar comes down there. I, I got my things mixed up here. Just gotta sort it out. Uh, there we go. Okay. So um, we're waiting to see if this whole uh, AOL thing will go through. Uh, apparently, uh, Microsoft is also interested in it. Uh, it. You know, it seems like it'd be harder for Microsoft to get it because one of the concerns that Yahoo had apparently when they were selling to Microsoft was the idea that, look, if we have a big IM market, you have a big IM market then we may have antitrust issues, so that won't work. So it would make much better if, I think, Yahoo and AOL got together, and then they could outsource their search from Microsoft, uh, which Microsoft would love because then they would have some traffic again, and we'd be into the uh, two-search player world that um, Microsoft feels we need to be in and uh, maybe might make life simpler all around. I don't know. So there we are. Aren't we glad we had that little update on the whole Yahoo thing? No, that was, that was really uh, good. It basically summed up everything that happened while you were transitioning over to the uh, <laughs> West Coast. <laughs> so, excellent. <laughs> then my job here is complete. <laughs> I think we can now just move forward. All right. So, um, I, uh, let's, let's shift over. Let's do some more business news stuff here. Uh, the, the big G has come in, put in their earnings, uh, their earning kadoodle billions of dollars. They reported their earnings uh, 5.37 billion in uh, last quarter. Uh, Microsoft, by the way, earned 60 billion dollars over its full year. So, uh, in your face, Google, because at five billion, that makes Google a 20 billion dollar company. But hey, that's not bad when you're selling air, right? Microsoft actually has to manufacture stuff and ship it out and you know do all those other things. But anyway. So Google had a strong quarter, although some people were disappointed in where they went. And uh, honestly, lots of numbers, and it's so far now, and uh, I can't remember which way it's gone. I'll just do a search on their stock and see what everybody's thinking about them right now, and we'll figure it out from there. What do we think about Google? 468. Oh, apparently um, they didn't do that well. Oh, I like, I guess one of the quotes was that uh, they said that uh, people will freak out for no good reason. So, wow, they had a big drop. I guess the, the stock market does not like their earnings. Earnings no. disappointed. Earnings disappointed. So there you are. You make profits. And uh, the thing was, when you did their year-to-year growth, it was, like, really big. And then when you did their um, quarter-to-quarter stuff, it hadn't changed that much. It was, like, 3%. So, wow. Only earning 3% in the middle of a recession. You suck, Google. You suck. All right. So next. What was I going to say? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, in the meantime, I mean, same thing. I mean, Apple just released their their earnings, and they beat expectations, but yet they're down like seven percent in after hour markets. I don't know. This whole Wall Street. Thing. Uh, oh, who cares about Apple? They're gonna roll the world anyway, right? Right. That's the plan. That's that's our plan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're getting there. All right. Hey. Uh, meanwhile, Google, you know, is able to make lots of money because uh, we have new stats out that tell us that they like own the search advertising spend. These are from Efficient Frontier. They showed that for uh, last quarter, Google had uh, about 70, over 75 percent of the U.S. search ad market. There's a little bit of contextual in there, but not much. 75% is pretty much of the search keywords that are going on well into Google. Uh, they've been gaining. Uh, if you go back to the uh, first quarter of 2007, they were uh, just under 75%. They've come up just a little bit with it from there. Uh, guess what? Yes, Microsoft and uh, Yahoo have dipped a little bit. Yahoo has, of course, about 18%, and Microsoft has about 5%. So uh, there's also some interesting things. Uh, cost per click. 
on Google, cost per click has uh, is well above the other ones. They're around seventy cents average cost per click, whereas Microsoft is around sixty cents, and Yahoo is about fifty-five cents. So, lots of things you can take away from that. Uh, people who are worried that a Google Yahoo deal will make things more expensive will point at that and say that's why you can't allow this to happen because Yahoo will be much more expensive for advertisers. Um, but then again, uh, people can also look over at uh, Microsoft and see that they're already charging a lot as well. So, you know, in fact, better than you might think. Um, ROI, Microsoft is above the other ones. So they did it as an index basis as to who has good ROI. Uh, Google has the least good ROI. Uh, they're just at, at right around the one mark. Uh, Yahoo's about 1.1. And then uh, uh, Microsoft is just above the 1.2 mark. I don't really like the indexing type of thing. Though. I think this should be a better way to show that, but I don't know what it is offhand. So help me. They also did a nice breakdown of stats, uh, who has share in different countries. So this was interesting. So like in the U.S., Google has 75%. You go over to the U.K., Google has like 80%. And then you talk about Europe, outside, except for the U.K., which, of course, anybody who in the U.K. knows that they don't really belong to Europe. It's just a convenient way to, um, you know, I don't know, keep a hold of the pound and do other things. Oh, no, I get in political trouble. Anyway, you look at Europe out other than the U.K., 90% or slightly over 90% of that uh, online advertising market is controlled by Google, which is one reason why Google does get this deal with Yahoo. They aren't trying to do the deal in Europe as well because uh, you could just see the European regulators going, uh, sorry, you already have 90% of the market, and Yahoo has another 4%, so we think you have enough. <laughs> we don't want to let you have any more. Uh, <laughs> the big change in all this, Australia, they have about 90%. Then you get to Japan, they have just over 50%. My, Yahoo has uh, about 43%. So there you are. Yahoo is still a uh, you know, big, huge player out there in Japan. So, uh, so then be some stats. Uh, let's see here. Oh, we'll do a bit more stuff. We'll do a little bit more business stuff here. We'll do two lawsuits, then we'll take a break, and we'll talk some privacy and other stuff. So American Airlines uh, had sued Google last year, remember? The, the whole, uh, we don't like it when people are searching and, and they're, they're getting ads to show up if they bid on our name. And Google yep. was like, well, that's just too bad. Uh, so they settled their lawsuit, which is what's happened with a couple other companies as well. So we don't have any clear legal decisions in this case. Um, apparently, each side is going to pay their own legal fees, and we don't know what the terms of the settlement were. So that sucks. No, no resolution coming off out of that. Nice uh, screenshot, Barry, that you got up here. I like that billboard. Can't really read the words that are in there. What do they say? Um, oh, turbulence. Oh, Google search. Oh, how funny. How yeah. funny. That is great. So Thank you've you. linked over to this photo uh, where somebody is showing a big, huge bull, uh, big, huge billboard that says in-flight Wi-Fi, just in case, AA, and shows the word. Is that real? No, I think it's uh, supposedly it's from a uh, art company or a uh, art school, and they just made it as a just a concept. Okay, because that would be freaky weird. All right, yeah. so they're not that happy together. All right, no. meanwhile, uh, Google has gotten sued again now. This um, um, class action lawsuit over uh, AdSense on domains. Advertisers up there are not getting the quality through the program. This is the program that puts your ads out on domain websites. You can opt out of this sort of stuff, but uh, some people don't feel like they know they can opt out. Um, it's the, the one of the firms that's been involved with. Um, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to here. Here. Should I should I take that or you got it? No, yeah, yeah, you go ahead. You, you roll with it. I'm pretty sure it's um, a lawyer who's advertising his company in um, AdWords, right. and this was during the time before 
you have the option to opt out of domain ads, um, domain park ads. And he wasted a total of 130 something dollars. And he's so allegedly. upset. He allegedly, yes, yeah, allegedly. Sorry. And he's so upset that he wants to one sue for his 130 something dollars, and two bring in every single other advertiser who might have lost X amount of dollars to do a class action lawsuit against Google for allowing. Uh, for going ahead and putting these ads on sites that do not allegedly convert. So part of me is like wants to go, ha ha, Google told you you should be having an opt out for domains. But to be clear, you've always been able to opt out of domain ads. It's just flipping hard to know how. So as a reminder, um, this always confuses people. You can opt out of the Google contextual network, which is putting ads on pages in response to the content of the page. You've always been able to do that, and you can exclude out of that. Uh, and so people do that, and some people do that because they want to be out of the domain part program as well, right? And then they go, wait a minute, why am I still getting traffic from these park domains? And that's because ads can still show up on the park domain if people go over there and then they do a keyword search. And if you didn't opt out of search ads across the Google network, that site that Google doesn't actually own and operate itself, then you're still getting traffic from the thing. So you'd have to opt out of both of those, which effectively means you're opting out of the Google network rather than opting out of this one chunk of the Google network as you'd like to, that's sometimes controversial. So he, you know, will on the one hand find it hard to argue he couldn't stay out of these because he could have if he followed the instructions, but he might be able to argue it was difficult to know. Uh, what I love about this, though, is I feel like now, because another, we just got this, it was it just came in that somebody else, I guess, is trying to join in at one of the lawyers that was in another class action suit. It just feels like people are thinking, oh, you know what? We did that class action suit against Google, and we got the $95 billion, and that didn't seem like we should have gotten enough money. So let's find other ways we can do class action lawsuits, not about click fraud, because we can't sue over click fraud, right? Because we've already had a lawsuit that, that, that there's frauds all settled between those time periods and the other time periods. So let's, you know, let's do ad quality. Let's find some other little thing that we can do and see if we can get some more money out of Google. That's what all this feels like to me. Uh, so I'm sure lawyers will probably get a couple million out of it. You hang in there, guys. Don't worry. It's like a whole industry. Let's do Google.com. Google, whatever. <laughs> all right. There's money. Let's, let's take a little break. When we come back, we'll do more. Um, we'll do some more things. All right, so let's take a quick break. Again, today is Monday, July 21st. We'll be right back, and stay tuned. Stay tuned for more of the Daily Searchcast after this quick timeout. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. Had been out there with the code of ethics. Been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Now, back to the Daily Searchcast, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, and welcome back to the Daily Searchcast. My name is Barry Schwartz, and with me again is Danny Sullivan. Today again is Monday, July 21st, and it is 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Hey, Danny. Hello, Barry. All right, so um, I'm, gonna, you know, I gotta, I'm, I'm changing some things on the fly. It's the way I roll. Sometimes I change things up. 
Hang on. Roll with me. Fill, fill the dead air. Talk. Talk about the world. Oh, yeah. I mean, it looks good. I mean, we've, I don't even know where you're going to start because there's so much news that uh, over the course of past week or two that I have no idea where you're going to jump to. Usually I can anticipate it, but I'm clueless. Uh, where, do you think, where do you think I'm going to go now? Uh, I just, I, just I, I don't know. We're ready to business, so maybe we'll get into some of the uh, actual SEO stuff or paid paid search stuff. But yeah, there's no SEO stuff. There's no business stuff. Ooh, 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 I need to move this down over here. Hang on. I keep moving this thing uh, about Matt. i got to move him down over there. All right. He's on his whole debunking thing, but I'm not ready to do his debunking stuff. No, I'm, uh, I'm going to go privacy because, you know, privacy is uh, near and dear to my heart. Yes. Right? You so, love privacy. Um, what, what's that? You love, being, you love privacy. Your whole entire life is on the web, but you like talking about it. Well, no, actually, my entire life is not on the web. Only the parts I choose to share. So, um, but my entire viewing habits on YouTube might be in the hands of Viacom, remember? Remember that whole thing? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Right. So and they were like they're like all doing the whole uh Viacom's like we want to know uh what people have been watching stuff and violating copyright so you Google uh, the court says you have to tell us everybody who watched things in their usernames or whatever. And then everybody's like, "Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. We don't want to we don't want to do this. We don't want to um have that sort of thing happen." So they um they started um uh backtracking or whatever, and then now they've got an agreement that says that uh, Google will anonymize the data that they send over so that, uh, you know, it'll all stay private, which is bullshit. I mean, it's just total... I can't believe they're getting, like, a walking pass on this and people didn't start freaking. Everybody's like, oh, okay, it's all fine. So here's the deal. As I understand it, previously, Google, they were going to have to hand over logs that might have said uh, date. Barry Schwartz, let's say that was your username, right, a Rusty Brick. Not too hard to figure out who the account holder of Rusty Brick probably is. And then what you, what you watched. So if you were watching, you know, so a bunch of videos on your own channel and then you watched an episode of Battlestar Galactica that, you know, you shouldn't have watched or whatever, um, you do all sorts of things. They have a record of everything you did. Now they're going to change it instead of saying, you know, Rusty Brick, they're going to, like, change your, your username to say something like, you know, User X1KGTHX1138, whatever, right? Right. But the thing is, the thing is, as long as it's, but that you, all every time your name was there, it would change to this new name, but it would always be the same thing. So even though I don't know what your original name was, I still know that there's this person by some anonymous name who has a whole profile of viewing that's going on, and I can tell from what you've been viewing, perhaps who you are. I mean, if you're constantly watching your own videos or searching for yourself, or searching for things, I might be able to still kind of guess what you're doing. And that's what happened with the AOL case. Even though all the names were anonymous, the profile of each anonymous person, I'm sorry you can't see my air quotes, um, kind of gave you some ideas to who those people were. So I'm just, I'm just astounded that Google is... I'm annoyed, astounded, upset, peed off, that they... they um, you know, didn't go back and say, no, we're not going to anonymize this data. We're not going to give you the data at all, and we're going to, like, keep fighting this order because this is, you know, still a privacy violation, privacy issues that are still in here. But no, everybody seems to be fine. I went back to Google, and I said, well, why didn't you drop this out? And they, like, said, uh, they didn't even answer. It was like, uh, well, uh, look, uh, they can't, they, they said something like Google was like, well, Viacom prevented from trying to break the encryption. What encryption? It's like saying, 
My telephone number is 714-555-1212. And now, in the new data, I'm going to say my telephone number is 714-888-888888. Well, what's encrypted? You just changed the name. I mean, the idea here is that Viacom's not supposed to, I suppose, go through and try to build up these kinds of profiles. But they don't need it. They don't need that data to do what they want. So I wish they wouldn't have given it to them, just given them the viewing records to begin with. But uh, rant over. No, I agree. I agree. Meanwhile, uh, well, still kind of businessy, but we're getting away from it. But we had um, everybody came out with their uh, share ratings again. I just went for comp score because I was in a hurry, so we didn't comp score the most. Um, and it showed that Google had a drop in search share. That's right. Google be down. Google down from like 61.9%. No, they were at 61.8% of the search share market in the United States in May 2008, and they dropped, dropped, dropped like a rock falling off a balcony uh, to 61.5%, a 0.3% drop. It's the first time Google's had a drop since 2007, so there you go. What could be the cause? Well, Yahoo's cashback program, right? Surely that's the big game changer. You know, that's the big thing that was going to come through and save the U.S. economy and make the world safer. Uh, certification that was going to come through and do it. And there you are, vindication. The cashback has done it. Has hurt Google to uh, oh, point three percent, really. So um, yeah. So Microsoft gained share. Microsoft went from an eight point five percent in May to nine point two percent. So they gained a point seven percent share. So I looked at that and I'm like thinking. So all you people who thought cashback was going to be this huge thing, uh, fail. It's given them a tiny, tiny gain for all the effort that's gone into it. So anybody who thought it was going to be this immediate payoff, you need to go back and and start recanting. Um, Now, I will say we have to give it a couple of months because it may be more of an incremental thing where people are going to start learning and start using it and... And I'm going to come back and revisit this more because then there's always those issues of are they just generating fake searches or, you know, is it generating more search activity? You can set all that stuff aside. Even if they are, it's like gaining them practically nothing. And what's worse, Yahoo gained share for no good reason. I got no idea why Yahoo came up. Yahoo rose from, uh, oh, they went from 20.6% to 20.9%. They gained 0.3% share without giving away anything. I don't know why they gained share. Maybe people were just curious about them or whatever, right? right. So, oh, anyway. Right. Yeah, I don't I know if you remember, but the... I went by a, a vacuum cleaner. I went to Cashback today. I'm ready to go. And it's like, I can only get one merchant that'll do it for me, and I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i save $40 if I buy it through them. So maybe I'll do it. But then again, if I buy the vacuum from Dyson directly, I get $100 off of them, a little, little hand one, the little dust busters that they make. So uh, I don't know. I mean, last time I looked at it, it was fairly confusing So to use cashback. Yeah, well, I've got a lot of things I've got to buy, you know, having moved and and having to abandon various stuff. So uh, I'm going to play with it some more. We'll see. Give me a good sense of it. Oh, by the way, Google, super brand. That's right. Yet another survey says Google rules the world and just give it up and Google is... (laughs) Wonderful, and Google's great, and Google's hallelujah. Uh, this was a uh, uh, survey that involves a 1,000 consumer brands, and they top people like Microsoft, Mercedes-Benz, Nike, and BMW. So, uh, okay, great. Uh, meanwhile, 
uh, searchy stuff. I thought this was kind of cool. Tom Turner is one of our readers, and he created this new tool called Very Recent. Did you play with it? Um, not yet, no. Yeah? But I, I, you sent no. me a link to it. I saw it quickly. It's kind of neat. It's, uh, you go through, and uh, it, you can do a quick search. I'll do a quick search for iPhone. Best phone in the world, right? And uh, do a search. I can see what people are saying. What it does is it comes back immediately with results off of Twitter. So I can see, like, people are just... It's like what I was calling recency search. Like, what are people recently saying? So I can see people are saying, oh, you know, 3G out of stock here, uh, bidding for iPhone, tops $1,000. Really? $1,000 on eBay? Dude, they've totally gotten them at the store here at Fashion Island. So uh, Google blog search. Um, people, by the way, I had to stand and I have to do a little banter now, Barry. Uh, I stood in iPhone lines in three different places. In Gilroy, which is like a, a garlic farm town out just a, uh, outside of San Jose. Um, and then they ran out of stock at AT&T. So then I went to Stanford, which is, you know, about the heart of where you could go. I know, I know, it all revolves around New York. But, um, and I got it there, and people were all just feeling the iPhone love as I continued to mock them as they waited in line there. Um, and it was at the shopping center. Apparently idiots went to the, the Stanford shop on the, the University Street where it was even longer. <clears throat> so I got my iPhone there, and everybody was loving it. And then in Orange County, out in Fashion Island, uh, they weren't. There were people waiting in line for it, but there were like a lot of people going by. What's this? What's this line for? What? It's an iPhone? Why do you want an iPhone? So interesting. I felt very much more at home. Very much more at home. Anyways, you can do this search. It's veryrecent.com. I can see what people are saying on Technorati. Hit Yahoo News and see what's going on. See what's been posted on YouTube recently. Um, you know what's out there on Dig. Who cares? What's out on Friendfeed? Oh, Rusty BOS, okay. No, apparently you haven't been posting about it. So it was kind of neat. Uh, and it reminded me of this other site that I wrote about recently, which was um, Addictomatic, which gives you, like, all-in-one views of what's going on on, say, Twitter and Google Blog search as well, and you can customize it a lot more, too. So it's kind of neat. If you want to see what, what buzz is going on, two good free tools you can check out. As always, DailySearchCast.com. Find today's episode and get URLs to everything we're talking about. Uh, Google... They've got personalized video recommendations. I saw this happen. I'm like, uh, is that new? Uh, so if you're logged into Google and you go to videogoogle.com, then they'll start recommending videos to you. I'm always, you know, getting Matt. Here, watch a video by Matt Cutts. We command you. That's what you got yeah. to do, wasn't it? Yeah, I got, yeah. Some of the, I got some of Matt. I wonder if, if Matt gets more... I wonder when Matt logs in if he gets, like, recommendations. Like, here, watch videos by Barry. I doubt it. I'm on YouTube. Is it only Google Videos or the YouTube as well? I don't... Let me take a look here. No, it's no, only Google. No, Google Video hosted things. Maybe that'll change down the line. Yeah. Looks like it. All right. Hey, uh, meanwhile, Twitter uh, bought some eyes, which is that tool that lets you search what people are Twittering on, which was kind of cool, except that a lot of people, I think, felt like maybe Twitter could have just taken some of that money that they got and bought some more computers so that they were <laughs> failing all the time. Yeah. You can search Twitter, even if you can't Twitter to Twitter. And, uh, oh, we're going to end on um, the whole Google Trends swastika thing. This is freaky weird. So uh, we had uh, out on Google Trends for, uh, this was like, what, about a week ago, like one of the top searches was the swastika symbol. People are going, what's, what's going on here? And apparently uh, HTML code for, for making a swastika symbol was put out on a bulletin board which caused a lot of people to search about the symbol and enough to the degree that it, it, it trends. I mean, that's got to be a lot of searching, though, don't you think? I don't know, I don't know if I feel that satisfied with that, that query. So 
then meanwhile, or that answer, meanwhile, then somebody else did a uh, thing where the number one search was for, um, well, F you Google, upside down. Right. So it's still not getting good explanations for why these things are happening, right? Did you feel satisfied with those explanations? I'm really satisfied. <laughs> with Google's uh, explanations. <laughs> right, right. Uh, well, well recovered, very. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And, of course, Google doesn't want to explain it more because then they'd probably be giving away how they're being manipulated. They don't want people to know how they're being manipulated, which, you know, oh, well. So, I don't know. We'll wait and see. No, but it was interesting how it happened, like, the day after. So, again, so I assume yeah. hopefully they fixed it, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. And that brings us to the to the end of the show. That's, uh, there's going to be more. I mean, I've got a lot of catching up to do, but that's that's going to be it for the first day back. All right. Well, thank you, Danny. And uh, I guess everybody tune in tomorrow for the Tuesday edition of the Daily Searchcast. That will be at 5 p.m. Eastern. And uh, everyone have a great day. Everyone, thank you for listening to the Monday, June 21st edition of the Daily Searchcast. And we'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. The Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge, your bottom line, network with your peers? Keep it right here on WebmasterRadio.fm. Listen live or on demand to our award-winning lineup of shows anytime, hosted by the most respected names in the Internet world. This is Jim Hedrick from Oncology. Join me and Dave Davies every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern or 11 a.m. Pacific as we explore the ecology of the web environment we all work in. That's Webcology Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization channel. Putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log on to webmasterradio.fm now.